Hello, everyone. I am Luke Reinhardt. Welcome to Closing the Gap, a podcast dedicated to your growth. Brought to you by Wellspring Coaching Services and hosted by myself and my wife, Katie. You know, people have gaps that prevent them from growing. Our goal is to empower you to close those gaps by increasing your awareness, confidence, and clarity. Join us today as we help you close the gap between where you are and where you want to be. All right, you guys, welcome to the show. We hope everybody's doing well today. We are going to be talking about observation Mm -hmm. and reflection today. Mm. Um, Two major parts in the personal growth journey. Yes. There's a quote from John Maxwell that Mm -hmm. says, the difference between those who do it Mm -hmm. and those who don't is that those who do it, do do it, it, right? Yes. So that has to do with implementation, you know, just kind of getting your butt up off the couch and just doing it, you know, get up and do it, do something, right? It's, you know, sometimes it's like we have these ideas, Mm -hmm. we have goals, but Mm -hmm. we just never actually get around to doing them, to implementing anything. Right, right. So there's definitely something to be said about implementation um and they they also say that consistency is key yeah and i kind of like to add to that just how um and consistency is key but it's intention um Mm. that unlocks the door Mm -hmm. and so even within our implementation uh we need to be intentional which is the um first law of the 15 invaluable laws of growth, yeah, the law of intentionality. Yeah, we just did a seminar on that, yep. Um, but we have to be intentional about what we're doing. Right. And that's kind of where um, observation and reflection come in. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like a um, self-critique, in mm-hmm. a sense, self-examination tool. Um, but they're they're different, and we want to kind of talk about um, how they're different and the mm-hmm. value of each, uh, those sort of things. Well, and also just to kind of create an imagery for intentionality, mm-hmm. it's I think of it like a ship. You know, you set out from port, you're heading to a certain destination, and if you don't know where you're going, you're not going to be able to steer the ship correctly. Right. You could easily get off course if you don't have your... Um, I, I've never been sailing before. Mm. I don't know what they call all these things. <laughs> but if you don't have... I would call it your heading. Like, if you don't know where you're you're aiming for then the destination your destination but right the the ship could just slightly be going off Mm -hmm. course just a little bit i mean it could be the slightest little deviation and as five miles go by 20 miles go by 100 miles go by next thing you know you're way off course right and we know that when anytime you're in any kind of journey or any kind of kind of um progression that you are going to fall off course a little bit. It's just natural. It's going to happen. You're going to deviate a little bit. You're going to have a a season or a period of time where you're not as focused or other things have taken priority. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's perfectly natural and normal. But it's making that course correction and knowing, oh, even knowing that you have to make a course correction. Yeah, yeah. That's the biggest part of the battle, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So maybe you intended to, to accomplish said goal in a year. There was some, some interference, and it takes a year and a half, right? But if you don't know where your end destination is, mm-hmm. 
and you're not making those steps to course correct, that year process, which could have just been accomplished in a year and a half, even with some obstacles, may now take two, four, five. Maybe it never happens, right? Right. So it's important just to kind of, I like that imagery of the boat mm-hmm. getting from one place to another because we know just a slight little um, degree of mm-hmm. latitude or longitude that you're off can turn into miles and miles of being um misdirected from where you're aiming yeah and just to play off of that you know just that slight misdirection Mm -hmm. or that slight angle um you know it could lead you miles off into the wrong direction or sometimes you know Mm. it can take you to a better place Ah, right yeah so i mean obviously if you have that specific destination right you have to be right on but yeah sometimes we kind of slant one way a little bit Mm mm-hmm for the better or for the worse, right? You know, sometimes, in that case, little adjustments we'll say can can often make big differences. Yeah, and like your point being too that um, sometimes it works out for the better. But as we're as we're going off course, if we start to notice that, hey, mm-hmm. you know what, I kind of like this course better, then you ch- sort of change your heading a little bit, right? Yeah, and you right. Go, okay, I think I'm gonna head over like southwest instead mm-hmm. of going just south, or you yeah. know, whatever it mm-hmm. is, and that's something that requires observation and reflection yeah 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 so reflection is kind of it's a type of stillness that you have to enter Mm. after performing a duty or a task um, conversation conversation Mm -hmm. uh, whatever it may be it Mm -hmm. could be uh, athletics sports you know Mm -hmm. maybe you played a game or ran a drill Um, it could be arts crafts it Mm -hmm. could be presentation at work yeah music um yeah, a work presentation, a conversation. It could yeah. be anything. Yeah. You're performing something, right? Yeah. And reflection is taking a moment after that performance to kind of think back and mm-hmm. uh, just kind of consider, rewind and consider what happened. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, with the intention of learning from that experience. Right. And improving on that experience. Right. So, um, so that next time you can perform better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so reflection requires, um, Mm -hmm. it requires those intentions Mm -hmm. of learning and getting better. Right. And we spoke about this in a previous podcast, Loss and Learn. Mm -hmm. And you might not even be losing. You might have presented something at work or had a critical conversation with your spouse or a loved one. It could have gone very well. Well, yeah. But still, you're going to take that moment to reflect on what went well. Yeah. Yeah. So we have that intention. And then we have to actually put that effort in, Mm -hmm. you know, like take the time, you know, and ask yourself the right questions. Yeah. And you have to have, you know, mm-hmm. the curiosity, like, right. like I want to, um, I want to, I want to reflect back on what just happened so that I can learn from it and get better so yeah. that I can do better next time and improve upon myself. Yeah. Three questions that I, <laughs> I do ask myself consistently. Yeah. Um, and I think there's three simple questions to ask is, um, what did I do right? Mm-hmm. You know, so if you... You just got done performing something, no matter what it is. You can say, what Mm -hmm. did I do right? Yeah, what did I do right? And be honest about that. Um, You know, try to find something that you did well. Yeah. And and honestly, I still, I think Mm -hmm. as well that 
um, and this goes along in with the self coaching, mm-hmm. but really when you find yourself do something right, mm-hmm. I think that you should give yourself a little pat on the back. I do too. A self praise, but so to speak. Yep. Um, but this that's just that's something that you do on your own. On your own, yeah. To yourself, yeah. You know, you don't make a big deal about it. But I I, I truly believe that when you do that and you're comfortable with your own praise in that sense, mm-hmm. that you're not going to be seeking it in other people. Yeah. Not to say that it's bad to get praise from other people. It's, it is very yeah, good to receive really that yeah. and to be encouraged by that. Sure. But it is not, it's not healthy to be seeking that. Yeah. You know, in what you do. Yeah. So yep. um, learning to kind of like evaluate yourself and give yourself that, you know what, man, you did a good job. Yeah. You know, and being content with that because yeah. you know you did. Yeah. That, you don't need somebody else to actually say that to you. Yeah. So question number one is, what did I do right? Yeah. Question number two is, what did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. So we have that self-praise that comes from mm-hmm. answering the first question, mm-hmm. but now we have that self-rebuke yeah. sometimes or self-correction. <laughs> what did I do wrong? And again, you have to be honest about that. If you really want to grow, you have to be honest about answering these questions the best to your ability. And uh, I'm just going <clears> to <throat> say, yeah. too, Depending on your personality, you may not struggle with the honesty. You may have a million things yeah. that you did wrong. You may be hyper honest. <laughs> yeah, you might be actually hypercritical. <clears throat> yeah. And so in those cases, I would say, pay attention to that. You mm-hmm. know, do you need to show yourself grace about those things? Like, if you find that you're just all these things are wrong, then go back to the number one question, what did I do right? Mm-hmm. And just kind of feel that balance. Because even in, in most situations, there's going to be a couple things you did really well, if yeah. not more. And there's usually in every even successful interaction that you've had, you may have a few things that you yeah. could have done better. Or, and, and maybe wrong is the wrong word. Maybe it's, you know, how do we improve? Or mm-hmm. what could I have done better? Um, so. Yeah, that's why I think you know, these these are three simple questions, yeah. but they belong together. They do. Because they your self-praise kind of lifts up that self-critique. Yeah. And that self-critique keeps the self-praise humble. Yeah. Right, you know, so. My my personal way, like, and you sort of, you've mentioned this to me and I didn't really even realize how much I did it, but I, I always say, like, I crack myself up. Like, I make jokes. Yes, you do. And I, it's for my own benefit. Like, I don't care if anyone else thinks they're funny or not, but I it's just my way of lightening myself up. So if I'm like, in a serious place, mm-hmm. you know, a heady place, <clears throat> then I'll just kind of find myself like, hmm, let me tiptoe, tiptoe over here mm-hmm. and, and give myself a giggle and just kind of get out of that. And it doesn't really matter if anyone else thinks it's funny or not. <laughs> to me, it's funny and it just lightened my mood. And maybe if someone else thought it was funny, that's a, you know, French benefit to it. But <laughs> but it's that kind of idea of like, go ahead and pat yourself on the back. Maybe you um, didn't interrupt someone 17 times in a conversation and you normally were interruptive and you only did it 10 times mm-hmm. and that's still not perfect or wonderful but that's really good for you you know yeah. so you just pat yourself on the back for that you know where you started and where you got to um in that interaction so now we all know people who um praise themselves oh yeah in front of others right. consistently and talk themselves up that's not what we're talking about at all yeah. we're talking about on your own once again yeah, just just want to bring that up that do this in your own time in your own minds in your own heart yeah uh and, and learn to be content with that as well yeah. and then always add the critique do them together yeah yeah 
Um, and then uh, question number three is, what can I do better next time? So what did I do right? Yeah. What did I do wrong? What can I do better next time? Right. These are really good reflection questions because the goal is, again, to learn from the experience and then to be able to bring that mm-hmm. learning, that knowledge mm-hmm. back with you next time so that you can perform better the next time. So yeah. unless you answer that third question, True. you're probably not going to... Uh, necessarily bring the materials back with you next time yeah to do better yeah that's your growth trajectory <clears throat> point right so you've kind of evaluated in one and two and come three you're sort of strategically planning like this is where i want to head next after you've done your evaluations yeah. with one and two so that's why it becomes that package deal where you don't want to just stop at one you don't want to just stop at two you want to make sure you get that third anchor and we all know like the tripod stand is much more stable than you know the two-legged stand, yeah, right. right? So yeah, absolutely, a three-fold cord three-fold is cord. not easily broken. Yes, very good. Yes. Uh, so then we have um, so reflection is kind of like I'm sure you guys have all had that experience where you've had like maybe a heated conversation, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know later in the day you're kind of reflecting on that conversation, mm-hmm. and you think of these things that you like yeah. you wish you could have said. Yeah. In the moment. Yeah. During the conversation. Why are you looking at me? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But <clears throat> um, we all get that. Oh, yeah. man, why didn't I say that, right? Right. And we kind of get that in that moment of reflection sometimes. And that's nice because then maybe later, yeah. you know, next time we have that kind yeah. of conversation, we can bring those things up to the table. Um, but that's kind of where I see observation mm. kind of like... I don't know, take the higher road. I don't know if that's the right terminology, higher road, but um, the higher level of thinking and awareness. Totally, yeah. Um, It's a higher skill set to be able to observe in the moment. Yeah, so while reflection is creating that stillness and that time after performing something, Mm -hmm. um, observation is being able to, to kind of get into that place of stillness in the moment. Yeah. So that you can be aware of what's taking place currently mm-hmm. and have the state of mind to actually be able to make any kind of changes for the better yeah. uh, in the moment, which is can be very difficult. Very difficult, I, mean, I think. To bring jujitsu into the picture. You know, I know mm-hmm. that when you're rolling live, mm-hmm. it's great to be able to reflect after a match mm-hmm. and, oh, what did I do right? What did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. We can do better next time. And then fix it and bring it back next time and do better, yeah, right? Yeah, and you can do that. That's yeah. But to be able to actually do that during, during the match, the match. so much better, right? Yeah. But very difficult for someone to maintain that kind of stillness and level of awareness when somebody's trying to choke you, of course. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So not only does mm-hmm. observation, um, you know, require all the things that it does to reflect, mm-hmm. you know, the intention, the effort, and the curiosity, but it also requires a a certain level of Mm self-awareness, self-control, and skill Mm -hmm. to be able to perform that, something like that, in in the moment, and especially during an intense situation. You know, jujitsu matches can be intense, but, you know, heated conversations, Mm -hmm. emergency Mm -hmm. situations, Mm -hmm. um, whatever it may be, where observation could Mm -hmm. be very critical Mm -hmm. and important to your safety. Um, It's it's an important... uh, skill to have it is for sure and like you pointed out it comes it's important in different professions Mm -hmm. um in different situations um i'm thinking of like the medical profession you know someone who's trained how to perform a surgery 
when given the time and the space it's planned for Tuesday at five you know three o'clock something like that they come in they have the time the space to do it that's very different than having to do emergency surgery mm-hmm. when someone's life is on the line and right. be, you know and that's that's in in the jiu-jitsu training it's one thing to practice a move when you have a cooperative partner but then another when you're you know live action role mm-hmm. and um you're being choked and you're having to think through and you and having the body awareness like it yeah. takes training and that's why we have a belt system in, mar- in martial arts and and plenty of um of other sports, you know, they have their levels, their JV and their varsity, and they have progressive levels. Because as you train more, you get more comfortable, the adrenaline can sort of like take a back seat. Mm -hmm. And I think that is probably the main culprit for making observation more challenging is adrenaline, emotion. Um, There's almost like a chemical interference that happens. And then the more you're practiced at, or you've mentally trained yourself to be in that space Mm -hmm. before you go into that space then you can really just kind of like use those five senses that we're given Mm -hmm. like these god-given five senses to like go oh i am observing and i am being aware of what i hear and what i see and what i smell and what's you know all these things um in front of me and then use those to just go directly from sensory perception to analyzing and then creating a response Mm -hmm. and that like little flow pathway ends up getting quicker and quicker as you train and practice yeah yeah totally yeah and then Mm -hmm. in um observation sometimes it's like you know you have people who are just by the book Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's it's good to be to learn the book and be by the book. But sometimes they lack that ability to observe and adapt mm. in situations where it's highly necessary. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like yep. um, having that awareness to know that, OK, I know this is what the book says, but right now I'm going to go with my instincts. I'm yes. going to go with my gut and and do this. Yes. And you can really only do that through observation, you right. know, like. Um, right. And we have different kinds mm-hmm. of observation mm-hmm. and reflection. We have internal and external yeah. observation mm-hmm. and reflection. So, like, um, mm-hmm. external observation or reflection is dealing with, um, you know, what's happening, what's going on yeah. uh, around me, right? And then you have the internal which is more observing or reflecting on how you feel or how you felt, uh, whichever you're doing um, during that time. Yes, right. Or in that moment. Right. So, um, yeah, when it comes to, like, um, emergency situations or, you know, being being in that moment and being being able to observe um, and then kind of moving from uh, doing things by the book Mm -hmm. to adapting yeah you know you do have to have a really good process of both the mm-hmm. external mm-hmm. and the internal almost at the same time mm-hmm. and not everybody's good at both like mm-hmm. i would say you can correct me if i'm wrong but mm-hmm. i feel like you're better at external observation mm-hmm. like you, you can observe what's going mm-hmm. on um and you can catch small things that i don't catch mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. Even though I'm a watcher, like I watch, yeah, I watch people. I observe people, mm-hmm. um, 
but you can like you can just tell when thing something has shifted in a room or I don't know you have some sort of like I audit situations I can tell yeah like what's that it's the old highlight magazine for kids like what's wrong with this picture yeah 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 what's off in this picture it's like yeah there's seven things off in this picture yeah. you know yeah but that but you're right and then for me the internal piece how do I feel shows up two days later right or sometimes two years later it depends like what the situation is so we all have areas to grow and you would say would you yeah say i feel like i'm more internal like i'm mm. always observing you know like my energy and yes, kind of monitoring true. those yes, things yes. and paying attention to how i feel in that sense yes um, right self-control with your you're very good as a martial artist too that's one of the trainings is being able to take your emotions being able to put them in the right place and and um being aware like yeah. Of your tenseness, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Too. And, you know, I'm big on practicing environmental awareness. Yes, it's something right. that we talk about yes, all the time. Right. Um, environmental awareness is super important for what we do uh, in self defense. Mm-hmm. And then we have um, self awareness. Right. And social awareness. Social awareness. And these are all forms of observation. Yep. You know? Yep. So. Yeah, together, these two um, observation and reflection together work really well. Um, as complementary activities, really. Because even if you're really good at observing in the moment, it's still always useful to Mm -hmm. reflect afterwards what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, you guys. So to bring this full circle, we started out talking about implementation, Mm -hmm. uh, the ability to just get up and do it. Yep. And to do that consistently. Yep. Uh, but being intentional about that process is going to definitely help you jump or excel your growth even faster. For sure. So we have reflection and yes. observation. Reflection mm-hmm. being uh, the ability to create that stillness mm-hmm. uh, after performing something mm-hmm. to think about what happened, right. what you did right, what you did wrong, mm-hmm. what you can do better. And observation is the ability to do that during the performance or while yeah. you're you know in a conversation heated conversation or whatever the case may be yeah all right you guys until next time keep closing the gap between where you are and where you want to be